Hey, this is Kiran Agrawal from the Sparkling Entrepreneur Show, and today we have Matthew Morira with us. Matthew is an award-winning realtor, being a 2014 Rookie of the Year and 2017 Ruby Award winner. He is fluent in Spanish and Portuguese. He is also a black belt in Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, and mountain bikes are his favorites. With over mm-hmm. nine years of experience in real estate, let's welcome our today's guest, Matthew Morira. Matthew, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me today. Matthew, let's begin with the questions. My first question to you is tell us something more interesting about you and less known. Basically we know by now that you are a black belt in jiu-jitsu and also mountain biker. So what else? What else is more interesting about you that people should know but they don't know yet? So I, I it's kind of funny. So it's something that that I like to do a lot is actually write poems. I have a a file full of just a, a bunch of poems. It's Something that I'd like to do in my free time, just I don't know, just helps me to 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 feel better spiritually, I guess. Okay, so if it is okay, and if you remember anything, would you mind sharing any of your poems with us? I, I don't have any offhand <laughs> right now. Okay. Usually, I just I typically write them just more for myself, kind of thing, just to go back and kind of reflect over. Okay, maybe if you have anything that you would like to share, you can share it with me, and I will put it inside the description. Okay, description of this podcast. Okay, okay, yeah, I could do that. I could do that. I'll share. I'll share one with you, and then you can put it in the description for for people to see. Yeah, looking forward for that. Now let's move on to the next question. How did you get to the entrepreneurial bug? What were you doing before real estate, and how did you catch the entrepreneurial bug? Okay, so I guess the one who kind of like put it in my mind is is my father. He came from Brazil. And when he got here, I think he said he only worked like one day. He worked for for Sam's Club, and then he quit the same day and he started his own company. Um, growing up, what he'd had was a construction final cleanup company. So like they build a building, he comes in there and he cleans it to get it ready for for people to start coming in. Um, so I always grew up watching him do that. Then my mom cleaned houses, and before real estate for a while, I did I did I had a lot of jobs. So I actually. Uh, I worked in restaurants. I've worked in construction. Um, for a time, I did have a construction company when I was 18 years old. Um, I started doing trim carpentry, kind of like what I have behind me here. So I did a lot of trim work, and I started getting uh, businesses contracts with a lot of builders. But then the whole 2008 recession hit, so. I lost all the contracts because a lot of the builders they closed down, they stopped building, and then that's when I started going into restaurants. Mm-hmm. Uh, I worked in restaurants for about five years, and I don't know. I just I started getting tired of it. I felt like that I was helping someone else with their dreams, and I wanted to create something for myself that that, that I could be proud of. Mm-hmm. And that was the reason. And because of was- other quitting the the work in one day, yeah. that kind of gave you a hit right a subconscious memory and you took the decision and that was the day everything yeah, changed exactly <laughs> exactly no and i i like working for myself i'm one of those people the thing like this i don't like working for myself because i feel like i can work less i like working for myself because i feel like i can work even more uh, <laughs> that makes sense you could say i'm a bit of a workaholic yeah 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 and that's a good psychology to have about working right because you can work more for yourself and you don't have to worry about uh, money going to somebody else <laughs> everybody else taking the pleasures and so kind of a good psychology i like it maybe it's not for for 
you at this moment it's not maybe for money but you know for me uh, being younger a little younger than you for me my right now money would be the thing and for you it would be freedom maybe you are getting it yeah yeah so exactly. so that's what i was talking about let's move on to the next question if you could tell us uh, in your opinion what is the most important personality trait that one should have to succeed let's say in real estate or in business in general so one of them is to be conscientious especially like what you say to be able to to understand people understand yourself uh i feel like a lot of times people have a tendency that they though they want to start a business or they'll come to me i want to get in real estate but they don't really understand how hard it is or what they have to do it's kind of like they they have this image in their head it's going to be glamorous it's going to be easy but i feel like you really want to be conscious of yourself and what's going on around you so like uh, in real estate i really want to understand all aspects of it i want to understand when, when i'm helping someone buy a house like what is it that i'm looking at the house like what am i looking for what should i point out to people what is important to them because something that might be important to me might not necessarily be important to them. So I, I want to always be aware of my surroundings, aware of the people I'm working with and what I'm doing. So I feel like it's really important to be uh, conscientious. Conscientious. Okay. Yeah. Got it. Um, now tell us, how did you manage to grow your business so far? What, what are the strategies? What are the blueprints? Okay. So that's a good question. So when I first started, I was kind of slow to, to start getting sales. And so I kind of have a, a niche market. So my niche market in real estate is I help a lot of um, people who don't have documentation. So like someone who's like a W7 or a, a, it's called I-10 tax ID. So when I started to, to, to grow a lot, what I did is I reached out to many people that I knew that had the I-10s or W7s, people who thought maybe they couldn't purchase a house. And then I showed them a way that how they could purchase the house and it was a lot easier than they might have thought. In real estate, I feel like a lot of people have this idea that, you know, I got to, to buy a house, I have to put a bunch of money down, I have to make a, a lot of money and they feel like it's a lot harder than it is. So for me to grow my business is, is to be as educational as possible to people. So I make videos on my Instagram and just explain basic kind of stuff for people to understand. And that's helped my business grow the most so basically is is business coming from instagram for you already so i would say that the majority of my business definitely comes from my sphere of influence people i know but i feel like using social media especially instagram and facebook is a way to to reinforce yourself you know i like to think of sales as kind of like you're going out and hunting and marketing is kind of like farming you know you you you're playing that seed within people so is if i can if i can post to you know i've like 2,500 people on, on Instagram. If I can post several times a week, all I want to do is reinforce that I'm a real estate agent. I can make someone buy a house. Usually when someone wants to buy a house, like they want to buy now. And I feel like in sales in general, when someone wants to buy something, they're kind of ready to go. I just want them to think of me when they get to that point when they want to either buy or sell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you have got a really sorted mind when it comes to sales and marketing. That is what I can understand from, from yeah. your language. Yeah. <laughs> so if I could talk about the difficulties right now, okay? As everybody okay. is facing some difficulties in their business, what are your difficulties at this moment? Um, 
right now that I would say the most challenging things that will happen in the real estate process is, you know, maybe someone's financing falls through, uh, maybe they lose a job, uh, maybe something pops up, you know, during the, ins the inspection and the, the, the people want to back out. But I feel like over time, the more experience that I have, the more I can navigate through these type of problems that, that arise. I know a lot of people right now, especially in real estate, are kind of scared because the interest rates have been going up. So they're starting to worry, you know, are people going to stop buying houses? Are people going to buy houses less? And and that's something that I'm starting to notice. Like you're starting to see houses sit more on the market. Um, less people are calling me to, to buy houses. But during this time, when prices start to go down, it's really good to, to work with investors. So if a lot of people don't want to buy to live, I'd rather work with a lot of investors because investors to them, you know, if the market goes down, it's just everything's on sale for them. So they're going to buy up the properties. A lot of them are going to buy and hold the property. So to combat, you know, regular people buying homes to live in, I just will switch more towards uh, investors. Are you some kind of mastermind? Like <laughs> you, you, are, you are literally looking at things with a third person view. <laughs> So yeah. that's kind of great. Uh, now let me talk about the growth plan. Okay. What are your growth plans for this year and next? Okay. So one thing that I always try to be is I try to be as efficient as possible. Like, for example, <clears throat> I want to be efficient. And at the same time, I don't want to put like overreaching goals. So I, I've had real estate coaches before in the past. And I feel like people are tempted to, okay, if I, if I did, you know, 5 million in sales this year, I want to do 50 million next year. Whereas I feel like, could that happen? Sure. Would that be great to happen? Yeah. But I don't think that's really reasonable expectation growth. So instead of putting like really out there growth, I try to just grow a little bit every day. So for example, I'm really big into to fitness, obviously the, the, the black, being a black belt and I like to work out. So like, this week, if I can do 10 pull-ups, maybe next week I want to do it where each time I'm doing the rep, I'm doing 11 pull-ups. So maybe I just want to get like 10% better, 20% better. And so since I started in real estate, I've never sold less than the previous year. So year over year, always sell more. But I don't try to go, you know, double my sales. I try to just go 20% more. Okay. Okay. Like speaking with you already, is already giving me motivation, some kind of inspiration at 12.30 in the morning. So yeah. <laughs> crazy, crazy stuff, man. <laughs> okay, next question. Uh, as since, as you have already mentioned a little bit about this, but again, the question comes, since most of the home buying and selling happens online these days, what are your ways? One is Instagram, you have started to post videos, right? What are other ways, other online platforms that you're using for marketing? Yes, yeah, so I use a lot of uh, Instagram and Facebook. Um, I feel like in the future, though, Snapchat is probably going to be more the way. I have, uh, I have kids. It, my kids, they prefer Snapchat over Instagram and Facebook. Um, just because, and to me, it kind of doesn't make sense, but they, they prefer to send messages. They don't even use like the messenger on their phone. They use the Snapchat on their phone. So I feel like in the future that that's going to be the way, but for the market that I feel like is buying houses, Instagram's more the way, um, maybe 
three or four years ago, I felt like Facebook was probably a little bit stronger, but I feel like there's been more of a migration to people going on Instagram. Yeah. And a lot of times, like, it's just, it's just little things. Like I, if I posted, I sold two houses in a week, people will call me, oh, you're selling a house every day. So I don't think people really understand the impact that social media has on people, especially from a business aspect. Um, if you don't have to post much, but if you post like during the right times, like a good day to post is like uh, Sunday. I can tell a lot of people watch Sunday holiday weekend, like here this past week was a holiday weekend. I post on there and I get tons and tons of views. And it's just like the little things constantly reinforcing. I'm a real estate agent. I'm a real estate professional. If you want to see your house, call me. And it works because I've had people, for example, I'm about to sell a house right now. And the, the guy's sister's a real estate agent <laughs> in his house. And I've had that happen several times. It's because the way that I present myself on social media, they see me more as a, as a professional. Uh-huh. So basically, it's right now Instagram and Facebook. Eventually, when uh, like younger people, kids grow up and uh, come to Snapchat, like you might come to Snapchat by then. And when they grow a little more older, when metaverse comes, you would also be on the metaverse <laughs> showing yeah. So, yeah, you understand the power of internet. Great. Uh, next question. Let's say if you had $10,000 extra on your budget today, okay? Where would you like to spend it and how? So if I had extra 10000 I, I would I would probably definitely invest it into, into marketing to past clients. Um Especially since I have some of the sales that I have now, I feel like marketing to past clients is, is especially important, you know, like gifts, be it gifts, doing like little get togethers. And then another thing that, that I would want to invest more is doing like promo videos and promo picks. Mm-hmm. Understood. Understood. Yeah. So a sorted plan for a sorted man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so uh, next question. Uh, this is the second last question. If you could tell us about your favorite quotation, what is your favorite quotation? Okay, so my favorite quote is Don't wish it was easier, wish you were better by Jim Rohn. Mm-hmm. And that's, I feel like, yeah, especially like in the beginning when I started off, like things would get, I feel like they'll get to the point where it's impossible. And I feel like every deal, oh, there's some issue coming up, there's some problem coming up. Um, there's always a challenge. No matter how hard I try, it, it seems like nothing works out. And I feel like I started getting into that, that kind of mentality. And at this point, what I like to do is I like to set my expectations. Like I understand that there's going to be challenges that arise, you know, in any situation, not only business, but in life. But w- what I want to do is I want to make sure that that I'm equipped with the skills to overcome any type of challenge that may come at me. And a big thing for me is, is having like that, that calm, cool, collective mindset. Maybe I'm working with someone and they're getting a little rattled. They're getting scared, you know, stuff like that. I try not to let other people's emotions affect how I'm feeling. At the same time, I want to be empathetic to other people, you know, acknowledge that they're upset, but not let that affect me like within myself so I can can make those you know calm rational decisions and so I can help and guide people so yeah I I really like that don't wish it was easier wish you were better I always it's kind of like when I'm when I'm running and it's like getting difficult I feel like if I went through that difficulty you know five times a week after a month that same run is going to be a lot easier than before Mm -hmm. yeah 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 
so basically just keep calm and carry on <laughs> yeah <laughs> okay <laughs> understood so don't uh, don't wish it was easier uh, wish you was wish you were better wish you were better yeah yeah totally uh, last question let's say if you were to write a book about yourself matthew okay what would be the name of the book So that's when I I saw that question. I tried to think about it, and I, to be honest with you, I don't know what, how I could how I would do that because I feel like I feel like I'm still I'm still pretty young. So like I don't know, you know, I wouldn't have the whole scope to 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 really say how what I would name the book. Okay, okay. So if not a book about yourself, about real estate and the market. So few words, two to three words. What would that? Be? I'd probably name it something like resilience. resilience that's like one of my favorite words is resilience understood and if you could tell me the dictionary meaning of it or just the general meaning of it what is resilience it? is like the it's like the ability to come uh, to overcome any challenge that, that was thrown at you mm-hmm. so like no matter what what problem you face you know that mentality that I, i'm going to be able to figure it out and just keep moving yeah yeah so you have to be resilient throughout your life basically like that's what life is all about being resilient exactly yes. so matthew where can the people find you what is your instagram id facebook please tell us oh yeah so my my name on facebook is matthew morera and you spell my last name m o r e i r a and then on instagram my name is matthew_paishon and that's spelled p a i x a o And a little funny thing. So, paixão it, it means passion in Portuguese. <laughs> oh my God! So that is the reason you use that word. I was like, "What does that mean?" And that means passion. Yeah. Yes. It's <laughs> I, actually I, my middle name. So, passion is my middle name. Oh, <laughs> so that's not a surprise for me anymore. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay. Uh, so with that, let's conclude this episode of Sparkling Entrepreneur Show. Thank you so much, Matthew, for being on the show. It was a pleasure meeting you today. It was a pleasure meeting you too. I really appreciate you having me. Thank you so much, Matthew. Again, I am your host, Kiran Agrawal, signing off. You guys have a wonderful day. Bye, guys. <laughs>